Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to give you my recap on the UFC. Let's see, sorry, UFC Fight Night 174, which was headlined by Derek Lewis and Alexi Olinik. Is it Alexi Olinik or Leski Olinik? Alexi Olinik. Derek Lewis defeated Alexi Olinik by TKO punches, uh, second round, early into the second round. Um,. Alexi Olenek actually looked pretty good early. He um, had a hold of a choke. It looked like he was going to possibly submit Derek Lewis in the first round. But then Derek has the power in his hands. It doesn't matter if he's losing the fight or if the fight is going nowhere. He always has that one punch knockout power. And that was displayed in this fight. I picked uh, Alexi Olenek to win this fight. But Derek Lewis, he proved me wrong, which... Honestly, I'm not upset about it. I think it's always exciting to have Derek Lewis in the mix uh, for the heavyweight division because he's uh, an entertaining guy and he puts on some very fun performances. So I'm excited to uh, see him fight next. I wonder who what would be a good fight for uh, Derek Lewis. Probably the winner of uh, Junior Dos Santos and uh, Jorginho Rosenstrike. That would be... Uh, a good fight for Derek Lewis next because he's on a three-fight win streak. So I would like him to fight the winner of that fight. For Alexi Olenek, we could see him fight properly an up-and-comer. Up there was this one guy who was fighting on one of the cards that looks like Frank Mir, but that would be a good fight for him, uh, for both guys, actually. So uh, the Frank Mir lookalike... Um, <laughs> ah, shoot, I forgot his name. It sucks because he's actually really good. Um, he should fight Alexi Olenek next. In the co-main event, we had Chris Weidman. He defeated Omaria, oh, Omario, Omari Akhmedov by decision. Uh, this is one of those fights, man. I, it, it just didn't prove that Chris Weidman still has it. You know what I'm saying? The way he won this fight was by laying on Omari uh, for most of it, for the third round, he basically just secured the takedown and just stayed on top until the end of the fight, which is fair play to him. But at the same time, to hear him say, I'm back and like he's going for the title, I, I, I don't believe it after that performance, especially after uh, against Omar Akhmedov. He's a top 15 guy in the in the division. So to put on a performance on against a top 15 guy like that, where he actually was in trouble at some points. I really wish he would just retire after this win, retire on a win. But it seems like he's going to continue. And I'm just thinking who's good for him next. People were saying Edmund Shabazian, which honestly, mm, I don't know, man. That kind of could make sense in a way, but I there's a big fear that if... Edmund doesn't gas out, he's going to knock Chris Weidman out, and he's just had too many knockout losses. I don't want to see that again. Um, but Edmund Shabazian would be pretty good. Um, someone said Derek Brunson. I I don't know. Maybe. Maybe we can do that. But um, they also said Kelvin Gastelum. I don't... In this point, it's, it's kind of weird because Kelvin Gastelum is just... It, he doesn't seem like he's the same fighter after... The Israel Adesanya fight. And uh, I think maybe that makes sense. Like a rematch. I know um, 
Uh, Gastelum lost the first fight, but he could come back and redeem himself in the rematch. But yeah, Chris Weidman, he still wants to fight. Those are some uh, options for him. Omari Akhmedov, I don't really know who he should fight next. He someone in the top 15 or uh, out of the top 15. But otherwise, uh, from that, there wasn't anything else on this card that really stood out. Except for Benil Dariush, who defeated Scott Holtzman with a spinning back fist. It was, it was dirty. It was disgusting. And I love... Uh, his reaction after the fight, he's like, I always have these game plans, but I just go wild and crazy and I, I get off the game plan. Basically, I really understood how he felt in this win because he, he has a lot of wins like this where he just goes off. I feel like he just really risks it all. He's like, all right, screw the game plan. I'm just going to stand and bang with my opponent. And sometimes it doesn't work out in his favor, but in this uh, fight it did and it was beautiful that finish the spinning back it was like a forearm really but he defeated Scott Holtzman and um, very humble afterwards he did miss weight for this fight so he said if that was like a performance worthy uh, type of uh, finish then he should give the bonus money to the UFC should give the bonus money to Scott Holtzman which is really cool for, uh, to, for Benil Dariush to say who should he fight next? I really like Benil Dariush, man. He's uh, he's become one of <laughs> the most exciting fighters. And it sucks because he's in a division that it's really hard to get to the top. And every time he seems like he's close to getting there, he ends up losing a fight. The Barbosa fight was one of the sad ones, in my opinion, because he was so close to really defeating him. And then he just got caught with that knee. Uh, was it a knee or a kick? Either one, it just, uh, he lost it. He lost the fight when he was winning. And that happens a lot with Benil, where he just kind of gets off the game plan and then it either works in his favor like it did tonight or it doesn't. And um, that's just the only thing that scares me about him, that it's very unpredictable right now. But see, right now he's on, I think, a five-fight win streak, which is pretty impressive. He should fight someone in the top 10 next for sure. Who would be a good opponent? Honestly, Paul Felder would be a really fun fight for him, but I don't. I don't think Paul Felder would take a fight like that. Um, hmm, that's hard. That's very difficult. I don't know, but uh, I'm always looking forward to a Benil Dariush fight. If I was to um, give this, well, I'm gonna give my rating for this card. I would give it a. Honestly, it's another 5, 4 maybe, 4 out of 10. I'm confident with a 4 out of 10. It wasn't. It just wasn't that exciting. That's what it is. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not here to say, oh, I expect knockouts, uh, submissions, all that. I need the fight to finish. In my opinion, I just... Um, they're not putting on exciting fights in the sense of the build-up to fights. You know what I'm saying? Or performances that really stand out, like a Kamzat Kamayev. Um, we have we don't see that as often as before because, like I said, there's just so many cards every week now. So it's to be expected. But um, yeah, just another card this week. It was just a, a 4 out of 10 for me, I would give it. But the next week's card, or this Saturday's card, uh, 
is going to be a good one. It's a pay-per-view card, UFC 252, which is headlined by the champion, heavyweight champion, Stipe Miocic, who is defending his belt for the first time against Daniel Cormier. And this is a trilogy fight, of course, where both men won uh, a fight each. Daniel Cormier won the first one to win the belt, and then he lost the second one to Stipe. This is a hard one. I've been really thinking about these fights. So the first one, Daniel Cormier, he knocked him out in the first round. There were eye pokes that uh, have been brought up as a complaint from so many people saying that he eye poked Stipe uh, prior to knocking him out. Regardless, they fought for a second time. Daniel was looking really good on the feet, connecting with the shots. He wasn't even wrestling that much because he said he had back issues and Stipe was able to take all his punishment and then in the fourth round throw some nice body shots that finished the fight for him so he won the fight in that way so if we're looking at we're if we're looking at the fight on paper like that I would pick Daniel Cormier more to win this third fight because he, it just seems like he has more of a skill set than Stipe, but Stipe is so tough, it's hard to uh, finish him, man, uh, but for me, my pick for the main event would be Daniel Cormier, I think he becomes a champion again, uh, two-time heavyweight champion, but I'm so not confident with that, look, I, I got the, <laughs> my first two predictions for last week's card, I, I got wrong, so, you can't trust me with these things. But I would say Daniel Cormier is going to win this fight probably. Oh my gosh. Probably I could see this going to a decision to be honest. But if not, I could see a knockout too. This is hard. Because I could see Stipe finishing this fight as well. So I'm in such a dilemma right now of who's going to win this fight. But I would probably pick a Daniel Cormier either by a decision or a knockout probably in the third second third round i could see that happening but that's just my pick i don't know i have no idea in the co-main event we have uh sean o'malley who's fighting marlon vera i'm not gonna lie i don't know much about marlon vera so let's find out right now he's uh he just he lost his last fight uh which was a fight of the night against song Dong. but prior to that he was on a five fight win streak uh, seems like he's a finisher, so that's dangerous for Sean O'Malley, but in my opinion, I think they're just, they're really giving Sean a showcase fight in this one, but I could be wrong, maybe, uh, Marlon Vera is really good, but, uh, the UFC, they're, they're really banking on Sean O'Malley for him to be in the co-main event already on a pay-per-view card is... Very impressive. So I could see Sean O'Malley uh, taking this uh, win either by a decision or a first round knockout. I could see that. Or a first round submission. One of those. I'm going to aim more towards a first round knockout. But I could see it definitely going for decision for Sean O'Malley as well. Uh, let me give you some of my other picks on this card that I think I have some interest and knowledge for. Junior Dos Santos, he fights 
Jorginho Rosenstrike. I ah, I love Junior Dos Santos, man, but he's just not in his prime anymore, which is sad to say because in his prime he was he was scary. He was one of the best uh, fighters, the best boxers in MMA. But I do think Jorginho Rosenstrike he's gonna connect with a punch and knock Junior out, and uh, that would be hard to. That'd be hard to watch, but Jorginho Rosenstrike coming off that loss from uh, Francis Ngannou, I think he's gonna come back strong and get this knockout win against the former champion. So, those are my predictions for UFC 252 that I know of and that interest me. I know uh, Marab Devashvili is gonna be fighting. And I do like watching him. He's going to fight John Dotson. That's actually a fun fight. I'll, I'll give you my pick for that one, too. I'll probably pick Marab. Ah, you know what? But John Dotson... Yeah, I'd probably pick Marab for this one. By decision, that would be my my pick for that. And uh, is there anything else? That's really uh, all that I could <laughs> say for that. But uh, those are my picks. That was my recap on uh, those cards uh, give me your picks give me your rating on last week's card and thank you for listening have a good rest of your week bye bye